Caroline McMillan is a tour guide who offers both group tours and private walks around West London. She has also written multiple books about West London that are part of the Wild About series, including books about Hammersmith and Brook Green, Shepherd's Bush and Askew Road in Fulham. So I'd like to start by talking a little bit about your background. Where did you grow up? I grew up on a farm about 60 miles north of London. So I'm a country girl. All my relations seem to be in farming. So I, I really was brought up with animals and in the countryside, which is lovely. Paddling in the brook, climbing through trees, shooting rabbits for the rabbit pie. <laughs> so it's a very different, not like London. <laughs> and I came to London to do a secretarial course. And I was here for a year and it was a good course. And I studied journalism as well. And I thought I'd go and get a job, but I just stuck in London. <laughs> I just stayed. How was the adjustment to London when you first moved there? It wasn't as busy. It wasn't as crowded as it is now, because it's quite a few years ago. I loved it. I lived in a hostel in South Kensington, so it was a nice area. And it took me about 20 minutes to walk to Kensington Gardens and Hyde Park. So that was lovely. And, and sometimes if I just go for a walk in the evenings, in the summer evenings, and go in the parks. So you've got a bit of countryside um, there as well. South Kensington was a lovely area. And so I grew up being quite familiar of going to concerts at the Albert Hall and recognising famous places. Quite a lot of universities were there and lovely buildings, lovely architecture. Were you surprised by all of the open space and all of the parks in London? Yeah, we actually are very, very fortunate. If you go to New York, there's Central Park and that's it. And I, when I went, I thought, is that all they've got? <laughs> you know, we've got a lot of space. We really have. It's almost like being in the country, but you're in the middle of London. And also we've got the River Thames, which is a, quite a wide river as it's going through London, going to the East Coast. It's getting wider and wider and wider until it hits the estuary. And there are lovely bridges across the Thames in London as well. You can walk over one bridge and then walk along the side. And then 20 minutes later, there's another bridge and you can cross it. And what made you decide to settle in West London? to share a flat. I was in digs and then I met with some people, some girls, we were sharing place and we said, well, what we need is a flat. And in those days they were renting flats out. So we looked around and we found a flat. It was part of a house. The lady who owned the house, she lived in the basement and the ground floor. The first floor, they were an elderly couple. And then we had the top floor and the roof and so the top two floors and we were very fortunate because actually we overlooked quite a famous tennis club queen's tennis club where they used to play where well, they still do play before wimbledon so we could just lean out of our windows looking at boris becker and all the play warming up for wimbledon so we had some open space at the back of our flat actually and I lived there for quite a few years. And then 
eventually was sharing a flat in London at Marble Arch and decided you save a little bit of money. And I bought a little flat in West London in the area of Fulham. The borough is Fulham and Hammersmith. And I was in the Fulham bit, which is south and nearer the river. Well, Hammersmith, part of it is by the river anyway. So I bought a flat there and it's sort of grown from there. And then finished the house <laughs> again in Hammersmith. So I'm still living in the western part of London. How did you first get interested in exploring the city on foot? Because if I didn't go home at the weekend to see my parents or wasn't doing anything, then I might meet a friend, but I'd just go walking. And I think that was it, you know, what should I do? Well, I'll go for a walk. You went down, what, what's down this street? Oh, there's the, and of course, London has lots of little muses and Kensington's got quite a lot of muses and it was just lovely. And I'd go down, I thought, well, it bends, what's around the corner? And then you get to the end and there were steps that led up and that led you into another muse. So it was quite complex. So I just did a lot of walking. And I think because I was brought up in the country, I used to ride and obviously being on a farm, you were always traipsing across fields. And so you had exercise. So it wasn't a hardship going walking at all. And then when I bought my first flat, Again, that was reasonably near the River Thames, so I could go down to there and walk along the river. And how has walking helped you to get through the pandemic? When it started, well, it's nearly two years ago, it seems a lifetime ago. We thought, well, it's okay, it's like having bad flu, and we'll sort of keep to ourselves, and then it'll be over. Little did we know what was going to come following it. But when we had the first lockdown, you could actually go for a walk for an hour with one other person. Obviously, I could go with my husband, but you could meet somebody. And of course, I was already doing walks and people said, well, can we meet? Will you do a walk with an hour just so we could do what I called one-to-one walks? And so that actually was a lifesaver for quite a lot of people that they could meet somebody for an hour and talk because otherwise you're stuck at home. You couldn't go out. You couldn't go to the pub. The pubs were closed. You couldn't go to the cinema. You couldn't go to the theatre. You couldn't go anywhere. You couldn't go to the restaurants were closed. So it was good to just go and talk to people. So that's really how it started during the first year I also, because I like walking, I'd explore areas that I hadn't done before. So I sort of hit up sort of North London. I didn't travel by tube. I wasn't going to go on the tube at all. But I've explored some areas that I knew of, but I'd never been to. Some of them were pretty grotty. And I thought, I don't think I'm going to come here again. There were council estates and you just got a bit suspicious about it. During pandemic, people were stuck at home. So they were thinking, oh, well, I'll have another drink. And you're eating. You weren't getting exercise. So people were piling on the pounds. And I think I must be the only person who's lost weight during this COVID thing because I've just kept walking. COVID, it's had its problems. Sadly, my younger sister died during the real lockdown and I couldn't even attend her funeral. We had a funeral with nobody there. So that was a bit hard. I think I'm fortunate because my husband and I, we were happy. And I think we both have our own studies and we 
met for meal times. We were doing things. My husband's a military historian, and I like doing walks and finding about history of London, where I live. And so it's hooray for Googling and the internet. So I did quite a lot of research. Somebody was doing books about West London. He was doing photographic books, but he said, could you do a little bit of history? So I was able to do the history for the books. We did two books during lockdown, which were published. We even had two launch parties eventually, which was fun. So I've been very fortunate, more fortunate than a lot of people who had lost relatives and were very ill themselves. We fortunately stayed well and got the vaccinations. And so far, so good. It's awesome that you were able to take the time during the pandemic to write and to do that creative work that you probably wouldn't have otherwise done. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I've devised more walks because I look at a map and I think, now there's some interesting buildings there. I'm sure I can do a walk around there. So actually the walks that I've devised for sort of West London, it's like a patchwork quilt because they all join up. You finish one and the next walk, you can start where you finished and do another area. So they all link in now, which is rather good. When did you first get the idea that your walking could be something that could turn into a business with giving tours? Happenstance, really. I met somebody socially and she worked for a business and they were moving a business into very close to where I live. There are some offices. And I said, oh, it's a lovely area. It's lovely where you're going to have the office. I knew which building it was going to be. And she said, well, we're going to have some new stuff. Um, Would you like to show them around and tell them a little bit about the area? That's exactly how it started. So I thought, oh, my goodness, I better devise a walk for them. And that was it. I did the first walk. It's called the Askew Walk because I live off Askew Road, which is a little shopping area. And that's where their office still is. I took them around and it grew from there. And has it really prompted you to explore the city in a way that you think you otherwise wouldn't have? Yeah, I did. And people, you know, said to me, look, will you do a walk? I've got a friend coming or got some friends coming to stay. Could you do a walk? And as long as it's one that I know the history of and where I want to take them, that's okay. I mean, if they said, will you do the East End? I don't know the East End. I'd have to do a lot of research. So No, I'm a West London walk person, not an East End walk person. So I shall stick to the West and the river as well. Are most of the people that come on your walks London locals or do you have a lot of visitors as well? Yes, I do. Last year I had somebody I know who lives locally and she said, my mum and dad are coming over from Australia because they could get out. And she works and she said... Do you think you could take them, devise walks for them on this day of three days? So I said, okay, yes. So for three days, I took them on different walks. So that sort of filled in the day. And they, they were lovely. They loved it. So it introduced them to the area where her daughter lives. So it's locally anyway. And that worked very well. So people find me. So they ask for walks. Um, I do some for University College London, which is a big university 
and the alumni. In fact, I was talking to one person who's on the walk today, and she's booked me for two walks for the alumni to do a walk in West London. So one probably in July and then one in September later on. So that'll be a nice thing to do. But people find me, I think it's just hearsay. Once I got a website and I get hits on that, that has been good. Like today, there was three people I'd never met before. They found me. So they've come and they were great company. I mean, we had a lovely time today because everyone was chatting and talking. And we had this person who lived locally and he was telling them about when he was a child. And at the end, it was just lovely. And they said, now, will you do another walk with us? And I said, yes. So I usually do about one walk a week, sometimes two, just depending if I want to. And then private walks, people book me maybe for themselves or with another couple. So there's four or six of us. And I say, yeah, do your walk and enjoy it. Do a lot of people come back for multiple walks? Yeah, they do. I mean, today, three people recognized each other, said, oh, hello, yeah, I've seen you, yeah. And they were very chatty. They've all been on at least two walks, three walks. So I keep having to find new walks for them because they say we've done the others. And some people have actually come on a walk that they did about six years ago, but they've forgotten all about it and have done it again and repeated it with them to renew their interest. And I think the one thing I like about the walks is it is introducing them to London that they've never seen. They've been on a bus, they've been in a taxi, they've driven down the roads going from A to B, or they're in a hurry to meet somebody. So they don't really look around. But if you're on a walk and you can stop and point out a building, a structure, a quirky thing, that's something they've walked by many times, but just never noticed. It just opens their eyes to it. And I had one person on a walk last week and his sister lives up in the Lake District. So she comes down about every three months. And I went on the walk with him last week. And his sister's coming down and he makes little notes as he goes and he'll take her round. He's got his camera, he's making little notes so he can take her round. And I said, and when you finish, make sure you take her to have lunch at the pub. It's a pub called Dove, which overlooks the river. It's lovely. It's by Hammersmith Bridge. And I said, I think you'll like it there. I love how in a city like London, it's like you can never run out of things to discover. There's always new things you can find. Yes, all things that have disappeared. There's a stone in the face of a building. It's a pub, actually, and it's there, and it says X miles to Hyde Park and X miles to so-and-so. And I walked past it the other day, and it's been boarded up. It's been covered up. I'm really cross about because it goes back 150 years, and they've just boarded it up, which is not good. So I get cross about things like that. And they do pull buildings down. I was walking by a cinema last week and I was meeting somebody doing a walk. And I looked across the road and what had been a most lovely cinema built in about the 1930s. It was a hole. It was gone. And it was a most beautiful art deco as well. 
and the whole thing has been pulled down. I'm very upset about that one. <laughs> that happens a lot here in Chicago too, and it upsets me. Yeah. Do you take walks around as well? I do a lot of walks. I enjoy it. it it's something that I find really helps me to feel connected to the city. And then yeah. I also volunteer as a Chicago greeter. And so I get a chance to take other people on walks. And one of the things I love about that is that people point out things to me that I don't notice because I'm so familiar with the yeah. city. Yeah, exactly. That's what I had today with somebody just pointing something out. You learn something all the time. People say, gosh, you know a lot. And I said, no, I don't. I don't really. But I sort of find out little things. I try not to bore people with too long. You can get some people who are historians and they want to tell you every date of every year that the king died, the next king died and everything. So I like to make the walks interesting from the historic point of view, but also with a bit of fun in it as well. The characters of the people who maybe lived in the house who were a bit eccentric. So it's finding out and it's researching. You research who built it, who the architect was, who lived in it, were they a doctor, were they an artist, what did they do, and did they have affairs, and did they murder somebody, you know, things like that. So it makes it interesting. What are some of the most memorable experiences you've had on your walks? <laughs> well, quite a lot. I mean, nothing sort of, I wouldn't have thought really stunning things, but I love it if somebody comes in with something interesting. I was with a group, West London, and we we're outside a house. It's lovely. The architect was somebody called Richard Norman Shaw. And it's an area called Bedford Park. And we we're outside the house. And this lady came by and she'd obviously gone to pick up a takeaway coffee and she got in her hand and she said, excuse me, are you doing a walk? I said, yes, I am. I'm standing outside with this group. She said, have you ever been into this house? And I said, no, it's a lovely rich Norman Shaw building. She said, well, it's my house. Would you like to come in? <laughs> and we went in and I mean, it was just everything inside was there. The tiles, the original wallpaper, the area was very much artists and they had an artist studio there and it was all there. And anyway, I got her name and then discovered that she was a journalist. She'd written a book. She was a historian. She was an Irish lady and really quite famous. And she'd invited uh, four of us. And we went in and she gave us coffee and cakes and everything. So I then realised who she was, and I went round with a bunch of flowers and to say thank you. And actually, it had a follow-on effect because somebody was doing groups, and she said, Caroline, would you take this group round? And it's for that area. And I said, well, I'll see if Polly Devlin, if she would be kind, if let your group in. And so Polly said, yes, that's fine. And Polly was lovely and she got somebody to help and we got double cakes. We got triple cakes and we were there for an hour talking to Polly Devlin. So we got her as the person as well, which was lovely. That was great fun. It must have been an amazing experience that that unfolded that way. Yeah, it was good. I do, do funny walks. One of the ones I do is through Hyde Park. I start at St. James's Palace. So this is sort of more central London. And outside St. James's Palace, you walk through St. James's Park 
you walk past Buckingham Palace and then you can go into Hyde Park and through Hyde Park, Kensington Gardens and finish up at Kensington Palace. So you get three palaces all in one about an hour and you get the Albert Hall thrown in for good measure and various other things and it's all in parkland so you're not on busy streets all the time so that's a good one. The other one that I do is called Walk the Boat Race because every year we have a boat race here in London between Oxford University and Cambridge University racing from Putney Bridge to Bissett Bridge and I do a walk not on boat race day because the towpath would be too busy. But I start there and do the history of how it started. And then the whole way we walk along and the buildings, of course, each side, there are buildings with history. But then I stop and say, well, at this point, it was the year that it was very bad weather and the wind was blowing. And because the wind was blowing and the tide was coming in, the boats got sank they sank they just got swamped and they sank so the boat race had to be aborted that year and rerun again so that was quite an interesting one and we finish up at the end of the boat race there is a starting point and a finishing point of these posts with the light blue of Cambridge and the dark blue of Oxford painted around the poles so you know where their finishing post is. I was going to ask in closing what are some walks that you would recommend for people who are not familiar with West London and who are wanting to just get acquainted for the first time? One thing I love is Richmond, which is sort of on the out, just the outside of London. And that is actually my favourite walk because it's got so much history. You've got the Thames and there's lots of old buildings still tucked away. The town's sort of grown up around. And there's also people don't realise that there actually was a palace, Richmond Palace, and there is still part of it that is left. And I take people there and they say, we never knew there was a palace here. And there is part of the palace. It's still there. It's a Tudor palace. So it goes back quite a long way. And can walk up Richmond Hill and there is a view there which is protected by Parliament. Nobody can build anything on the top of the hill there. So you look down at the valley and the river below, and there it is. It's an act of Parliament. You may not build here. So we finish up with the what's called the view. <laughs> it's stunning. But I think the thing I enjoy most about doing the walks is meeting the people some are very chatty, some aren't, but they like it. They like the history. It's just opening their eyes to what there is there and learning just a little bit. And it's lovely when I meet people and they say, oh, we loved your walk. And I went with my husband or a friend. I took them around. But you'll have to do it again because we got lost and we can't remember all of it. <laughs> but yeah, sharing it with people is the nicest thing. For people who are wanting to take one of your walks, where can they find your website? It's www.westlondonwalks.co.uk. Thank you for taking time to talk with us. Well, thank you. It's been lovely talking with you.